1 Kings chapter 17, if you will, indulge us for another moment and stand for the reading of God's Word. It says this in verse number 8. And the Word of the Lord, just to give you some context here, verses previous, Elijah, through the unctioning and the prodding from the Lord, has declared that there is going to be a drought in the land. And he goes into the brook and to the valley of Cherith and he bides there. But in verse 8 it says, The word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise and get thee to Zarphath, which belongeth to Zidon. And dwell there. Behold, I have commanded, turn to your neighbor say, commanded, a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and he went to Zarphath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth the rain upon the earth. Turn to your neighbor and say, promise. And she went and did according and saying to Elijah, and she and, and she and he and her house did eat many days, and the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Let's pray quickly. God, we thank you for this, this crowd this evening. We thank you for this passage of Scripture. And God, we ask that your word would go forth and penetrate hearts and lives. And we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, the church says, Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Again, just briefly context there is a drought, a three-and-a-half-year drought that has been going on in the land of Israel. And there is no you know, drought leading to the conclusion that there is no rain. Drought is simply defined as a period of dryness. A period of dryness or something that is prolonged. It can cause extensive damage to crops and can stunt growth. It's a, it, it, it can mean and, and, and can produce lack or shortages. How many knows that there's shortages in the land and in the world we live today? 
But I just want you to understand that this man of God is told to go to Zarephath. And he's told that a widow woman has been commanded by the Lord to sustain him. He's been in the brook of Cheroth. He's been there. And the Lord has been providing through him through a raven and through the creek and through the brook there. But now God has called him to go to Zarephath and to have this widow woman to sustain him. I want you to notice something with me here that how many, how many, any has ever heard of a drought? How many has ever experienced a drought? How many has ever heard or read of nations experiencing droughts? It happens every year in, in certain parts of the world. But here's what I want you to, to understand that this woman has been put just just been put in a terrible situation. Again, you have to notice the text here with me tonight. She is a widow woman. That means her 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 husband has died. Her husband has died. Maybe because of the drought, we don't know. The text does not allude to that, but I want you to know her husband has died and now the prophet of God has caught her in a time and a predicament in her life in this drought, in this dead, dry season and he has caught her and he's asking for her to give him what she has left because really what he catches her in the middle of is her giving up. Because she says, listen, this is, this is all I have. I have a little bit of meal and, and enough to make a little cake and, and I have enough oil to, to help cook this. And he, she says, now listen, I'm going to eat this and this is our last meal. We have nothing else and we are going to die. And, and I, I see that Sister Becky as, as her saying, I, I've given up. I've given up. I've been in this dry season, this 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 seemingly desolate place, and I'm just running out of the strength. Me and my son are running out of the provision we feel that that we 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 can draw from to keep going on. But I I want you to realize again that I find it fascinating. Never notice this in this portion of scripture, but brother Michael, what happens is that. That he comes in and he the, the, the prophet Elijah is having this dialogue with her and 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 he, he's catching her in this moment where she said we're going to eat and we're going to die and, and and it's almost like she she doesn't know who he is or know know what he's talking about but the Bible says uh, in, in verse number in verse number nine uh, that God had already commanded her to sustain the prophet. That God had commanded her to sustain the prophet of God, the man of God. At that time, he was symbolic of the move of God. But here, here, here is the parallel I want to draw to you tonight. And I'm going to move through this very quickly. But I want to encourage you tonight. You see that many of us find ourselves, and maybe someone under the sound of my voice tonight, finds yourself in a dead and dry season, and you feel like you, 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 you're just barely hanging on. 
You feel like uh, that you've had loss. This woman was, again, a widow. She, she had lost her husband, and now she is, she's looking at the facts around her, uh, and she does not think she has the provision uh, to sustain not only herself, uh, but her son, let alone uh, what God has commanded her to sustain, uh, which is the move in the man of God. And listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not, not, not trying to preach on giving here, uh, but I want you to notice this, uh, that the Bible tells us throughout Scriptures uh, that as believers uh, in, in, in the Most High God and being saved uh, and being bought uh, with the blood of Jesus, uh, that we, we are commanded that we should worship Him, uh, that we should hold Him in high regard and high esteem, uh, that we should come in and, and pray and seek Him uh, and find Him, uh, that that we, we should be pursuing Him. And I want you to know that there are times in my life that I've, I've, I've prayed and I've looked to God and I said, God, I know that you're wanting me to go into that church on Sunday morning. You're wanting me to help lead and worship. You're wanting me to help teach young people. You're wanting me to help preach and move in the church and help the church. But I'm being honest. There are days, Brother Michael, that I've been in a drought I've been in a dry season uh, and I'm saying, God, I don't know if I can give you uh, what you're asking me to give. Anybody ever been there? God, I know you're prodding me to do this thing, but I feel like I have nothing to offer. I have nothing that I can give you. I feel depleted. I, I, I feel like I haven't heard from you in weeks, uh, in months, maybe even years. I, I feel like I'm just going through the motions. I, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. And here, here, here is uh, the move of God or the man of God in this text. Uh, and he's saying, give me what you have. It's all you have left, but give it to me. I don't know about you, but it's easy. I think it's totally rational. I think that I could speak for any mother in the house. If you want me to give you my child's last meal, that's a big no. That's not happening. I will choose my kid over you any day. That's the rational thing to do. But God has commanded her to do this. And listen, the man of God, again, they're in a drought. Crops aren't growing. Nothing seems to be happening. They don't really understand what's going on. All they know is they've lost. They feel like they have lost some things. They feel like they have lost some people along the way. They don't understand what's going on. But here God is commanding them, saying, just give me what you have. Continue to give me what you have. And God has commanded her to give this even in a drought, even in, in, in the situation where she don't understand what's going on, even when she don't realize what God is doing. And God's saying, I want you to give it to me. There's a command. But here, here's what is fascinating is there's a command in the middle of a drought. And I know I say it all the time, but I really want you to, to grab hold of this tonight. And, and again, I know I say it a lot, but this in, in the drought and in the dry seasons, uh, you can't go by what you feel. You cannot go by what you feel. 
I will tell you this, that Jesus was in the wilderness in Matthew chapter 4 and he'd been there, Brother Michael, for 40 days and nights and the devil is literally in his ear, literally in his face, saying and tempting and trying him. But, but, but he's, in a, he's in a dry, desolate place. He's in the wilderness. He's weak. He's tired. But what he begins to draw on is what he has left and what he has left in him is a little bit of anointing and the word of God and he begins to combat the enemy with the word of God and he says listen I'm not bowing down to you I'm not giving you my worship I'm not falling for what you have for me I'm giving God what is due him and that is my life I'm giving him everything and this is what the prophet says he says listen if you give this to me even when you don't understand what's going on and you don't get what I'm doing, and you don't you you feel like everybody's got it going on but you. He tells her this in verse 14, really beginning in verse 13, he says, Fear not. Fear not. But wait a second, you're telling me not to fear, and there's so much uncertainty. You're telling me to give you my last meal and you're sitting there saying, fear not. God, I don't feel like I have anything. Still give me your worship. Give me your praise. Still keep praying. Keep getting in your word. But God, I don't feel anything. I, I feel so dead. I feel so dry. I don't feel like I can do this anymore. I feel like giving up. I, I don't think I can go on anymore. And he's saying, fear not. And he goes on into verse 14. And he says, listen. He says, that barrel of meal that you're drawing from will never run dry and the cruise of oil will never fail until the rain comes. So what does that have to do with anything? I want you to get this. We see that there's a command in the middle of a drought, but there's a command in the middle of the drought, but in the middle of the drought there's also a promise of provision and the promise of of abundance. You say the promise of abundance. Uh, he says, listen, God is going to sustain you. He's going to keep the barrel full. Uh, he's going to keep uh, the, the cruise of oil full, full, full all through uh, the drought until the rain. And then you go to the next chapter and you find uh, that after the battle on the, the spiritual battle, if you will, on Mount Carmel, uh, that 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 Elijah turns to King Ahab and he says, Lo, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. So what God has is, is done here is He says, I've commanded, you to, I've commanded you to give me something even when you don't feel like giving me something, even when you may not understand what's going on and you've had these battles and, and you feel so defeated, you feel so down, you feel so depleted. And He's saying just continue to come to church. Continue to lift up your hands. Continue to worship me. And in the midst of all that drought and all that dryness, what He's doing is, is, is you think you're just hot 
offering and, and there's nothing pouring in and he's saying listen I promise you uh, that when you I want you to notice this uh, that, that that meal was made for the making was used for the making of bread uh, the Bible tells us that Jesus is the bread of life uh, and that he is the word made flesh uh, so what that tells me is even in the driest of times uh, I can go back to the barrel uh, I can dip into the word of God uh, even in my driest of times uh, and he will provide for me he will give me the ability to get through the drought even when I feel like I have nothing left I'll tell you there's times I've stood on this platform on Wednesday night saying God I'll go up and I'll preach one more time but I'm done I have nothing else to give I'm wore out I'm exhausted I'm sure any minister that was being honest with you would tell you that tonight that there are times that people they, I'm not complaining here. I just want you to see the reality. People pull. They pull the they they need they need your prayers. They they need your advice. They need you 24-7. And I understand that. That's part of ministry. I, I don't mind that, but there's times that you feel like it's dry and you're not getting rained on. You're not getting poured on yourself. But yet I go to his word and I find that he's still speaking to me. He's still giving me strength. He's still giving me provision. You, 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 you say, what, what are you talking about? I want you to get this. This woman gave what she had. And what God said is every time you go to that barrel in the midst of this drought, in the midst of your misery, in the midst of your pain, I promise you there's going to be strength for another day. If you go to that cruise of oil, there's going to be enough anointing to get you through the battle that you're in. I don't care. I don't care what the enemy's trying to do to your life. Here's what I do care about. It is he's still giving you the provision even when he commands you in the middle of the drought to do something that you don't understand. I want you to know that your barrel will not waste and that your cruise of oil will not fail. Why? Because we serve a God that will not fail. She says, I can't offer this. I can't, I can't offer this. And he says, listen, I promise you I promise you, if you give me what you have, what God has commanded you to give in the middle of this drought, if you continue to give, again, my worship, if you continue to come to the house of God and dig into the Word of God and pray, He said, I promise you, every time you go to that barrel, every time you go to that Word, there's going to be a verse that gets you through. Every time you, you think that you can't pray for someone else because you feel, you feel like you, you're just depleted. Uh, he says every time you go to lay hands on somebody, you're still going to find that the cruise of oil still has enough. So the Bible says she did as she was asked. And that they did eat for many days. And that the provision was there even through all the drought. Through the entire drought. My dad used to say it like this. He said, what if, what if she went out there, Debbie, what if she went out there and the barrel didn't look full? But she would still take 
that cup or whatever she would use to scoop that meal with. She would rake it across the bottom and she would pull up a full cup. It looks like I'm empty, but I tell you, if you dig in, there's enough strength for another day. If you pour out, you'll find that there's more anointing. There's enough to get you through day in and day out. Sierra, if you could come to the piano, please. He said, listen, God's going to be, God's commanded you to do something in the middle of the drought, but He's also promised you that He will sustain you through the drought and take you to a place. Again, Elijah in the next chapter said, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. He said, I'm going to get you through the drought. I'm going to be your provision. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to guide you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the strength. I'm going to give you the anointing to get through this. And he said, and not only that, I'm going to lead you to a place of abundance. I'm going to lead you to the place of abundance. But as we wrap this up tonight, if you read on, well, let, 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 let me first say this because I feel like this needs to be said because this is how, Sister Terry, this is how God related to me because He showed me that this is so necessary for this time because. One is you got to you got to notice the the characteristics of the story. She's a widow. You said okay, Jade. You said that. Just indulge me. I got the mic, so you're just gonna have to indulge me. She's a widow. I will tell you this: in this nation, thank God it's not this this way in this church, but in this nation, there are a lot of homes that may have a father in them, but they the mom might as well be a widow. Because the father's not leading in any capacity. So the mother's just trying. She's trying. She says, by the Lord liveth. By, by, by the Lord. I, I tell you, this is my last meal. This is my last meal. She, 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 she was probably, you know, the Bible doesn't le- allude to this, but, but all, all accounts from, from reading the scripture, I, I believe that you could say she was a faithful woman. She was probably faithful to the things of God. I went to the temple every, every Sabbath day like she was supposed to. Offer, offer up the, 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 the necessary sacrifices. What if? What if, she, what if she was? And she's like, my, my husband's gone. And I just feel like I'm just barely hanging on. That's so, so much like our culture today. But not only this, is you, if you read on in this chapter, her son gets sick. And he dies. Say, so how is this a good story? How is this encouraging? And, and I will tell you that, that in, in, in our nation today, that because of how, and I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm just, just trying to bring revelation to us, because the lack of the fatherhood, and, and really, you, in the, again, in this story, the mother was going to give up. And it wasn't just her that was going to die. As her child. But thank God she doesn't do that. But the, the child is still sick. And I will tell you that there's a generation out there 
these young people, these young adults, these teenagers, they see it. This generation's sick. Of many different types of sin. And, and I'm not trying to bash on this generation, but the enemy has plotted and he's schemed in the middle of the drought so well this boy gets sick and he dies you say oh that's awful how is this a good story but because of her faithfulness to the man and to the move and to the things of God she goes to the prophet and she says what what are you doing my son's dead surely this isn't God's plan surely you're not here to remind me of my shortcomings and my sin and the Bible says that Elijah runs in and he picks up the boy. He picks up the boy and he lays him in his bed. He lays the boy in in his own bed. And the Bible says he begins to stretch himself out over him three times. And the boy comes back to life. If you stand across this house, Because she was commanded in the drought and she had the promise. This generation that should be sick and dying. Because this mother said, I'm going, I'm going to worship. Parents, I want you to hear me. I'm going to worship. And I want my children, my grandchildren to see me worship. To be in church. To be doing the things of God. Why? Because you don't realize that there is an adversary that would love to make them sick, afflicted, and the Bible says he's out to steal, to kill, and destroy. But because of her faithfulness to the things of God, life, life was given back to her son. Because she obeyed the command in the middle of the drought. Her son, the Bible literally says, his soul came into him and he was revived. I want to see revival. But it comes in the middle of the drought. Will you still come in? Say, I don't feel like I have much, but I went to the barrel. And he gave me strength. He gave me the anointing to get through another day. I end with this. The Bible tells us in John chapter 11 in the story of Lazarus, Jesus was told that he was sick and Jesus did not come. You find in that passage of Scripture that the disciples are beginning to ask him about Lazarus. He says, you know, Lazarus is sleeping. And they say, oh good, well he'll rest and he'll be fine. And, and Jesus just point blank looks at them and says, no, he's dead. It's not, that's not the sleep I'm talking about. Just Jesus was being forward, being blunt. He's dead. And he says, I'm glad for your sake that he is. 
What? I'm glad for your sake that he is. And to paraphrase, he so I can build your faith. He gets there. Martha comes out to him. If you would have been here. How often do we do that? It's, it's a dry season. You don't understand what's going on. And, and, and God doesn't show up the way that you think He should. And we go and say, God, if you would have been here, if you had been here, you would not have died. Mary comes out, if, you're not, if, if you would have been here, then my brother would not have died. But Jesus looks at her and he says, do you believe your, your, your brother can live again? She says, I believe he'll live again in the resurrection. But he turns to her and he says, I want you to know that I'm the resurrection. I'm the life. Do you believe this? Because church, if you want strength in the middle, even when you don't understand what's going on, if you, don't wanna, if, if, if you wanna ha- get through this, what Jesus was saying, I'm the resurrection and life. Know who I am and believe and trust in that. And he turns to them and he says, take me to where you've laid him. They go to the tomb. He has them roll away the stone. And he looks at the sisters and he said, did I not tell you if you would believe that you would see the glory of God? If you would believe and trust when it doesn't make sense to believe and trust, did I not tell you that you would see the glory of God? And he says, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus comes forth, resurrected after four days being dead. I want you to know. That there's situations in my life that I have never understood. I don't understand. But every time I've went back, in the middle of my drought, I found strength, Brother Michael, for another day. I found the anointing to preach another message. It's God-given. But doesn't matter what comes. Just remember that there's an abundance on the other side of the drought. Tonight, if you would, and you're able, if you would grab the hand of the person next to you. We're going to begin to pray for that person on your left and on your right. If you're alone, Just find somebody. And as we pray, I want you to pray for that person on your left and on your right because you don't know what they're going through. They may feel dead, desolate, and dry. But God, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray for every family represented, every person represented here tonight. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they would realize that even in in the darkest of times, even in the driest of times, God, that you're still faithful. That you're still with them. That you'd never leave them. That you'd never forsake them. God, let them know, Jesus. Let them know tonight uh, that there is enough meal. There is enough oil. There is enough to sustain them through this season. And on the other end of this season is abundance. 
Lord God, let us get past what we feel because it's so easy to come in on services. It's so easy to go into our prayer closet and say, well, I just don't feel it today. I just don't feel it today. God, let us get past all that and let us realize, Jesus, that if we would just but get into your word and find ourselves praying and believing in, in what your word says and what we know instead of what we feel, God, that you would sustain us. And Lord God, I speak the abundance, Lord. Let them realize that there's, yes, there's commands. Yes, there's things you ask us to do. Yes, there's dry seasons. But let us never forget that there is still the promise. The promise, Lord. For this woman, was the promise was the rain. The abundance was the rain. Lord God, I ask. Lord, that you would begin to reign on hearts and lives tonight. Lord, encourage them by the power of your Holy Ghost, Lord, young and old alike. It doesn't matter, Lord. We're going to give to you even when we don't feel like it. We're going to give to you, Jesus. And Lord, we're going to see a generation come back to life. We're going to see a generation on fire for the things of you. And God, I ask that you anoint your people to keep fighting. Lord, the atmospheres that have been in this this house on Sunday mornings, God, uh, I ask, Lord Jesus, that that would continue because people are continuing to fight. Lord, let us press in to what You have for us. Lord, we're not giving up. We're not quitting. We're not stopping. But Lord, we're getting through this by the power of the Holy Ghost. And Lord, that you're leading us through the darkest of valleys. And that you're carrying us to the tallest of mountains, Father. It doesn't matter what we face. You're with us. And Lord, as the psalmist said in Psalms 23, Lord, goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord, we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, everyone. Uh, Cameron here from PTC Ministries. I'm so glad that you could join us today uh, for the message here. Uh, I hope the message touched you uh, in a personal way and that you could take that and mold that and move it and let it move you in your life. And as you can continue your walk with Christ, continue your walk with us as well. Follow us, uh, click in the link below in the description there. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. And don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. I feel like a YouTuber here, but don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel to uh, stay connected with us. Um, And thank you for joining us.